Hoke shared a leased house with Alita Sanchez, her baby son Pepe, and Hoke's two teenage daughters from his broken marriage. Patsy, Hoke's ex-wife, had kept the two girls following their divorce for ten years. She had then married a pinch hitter for the Dodgers, a black ball player named Curly Peterson, and moved to Los Angeles. Before she left Vero Beach, Florida, she had met Curly Peterson there during spring training. She had shipped the two girls down to Miami and Hoke on a Greyhound bus. Hoke had not seen or heard from the girls in ten years when they had been six and four years old. Because there was no way he could think of to get out of the responsibility for them, he had, of course, taken them in. Alita had moved in with him to share the expenses when her father had thrown her out of the house when she became pregnant. Hoke was not the father of Pepe Sanchez. That honor belonged to a one-night stand Alita had picked up in Coconut Grove. But Alita's parents suspected strongly that Hoke was the father because Alita had moved into the house with Hoke and his two daughters. Then, one night, Alita had been shot in the shoulder by an escaped hold-up man. As a result of the wound, she had lost approximately 20% usage of her right arm, and now she stayed home full-time with Pepe. Because of the rehabilitation exercises she had had to perform to get her arm and body back into shape, she looked better now than she had before she had been wounded. She had trimmed down to 120 pounds, her pretty face was thinner, and although she was 33, she could easily pass for 29. Sue Ellen and Eileen helped Alita with her baby so she had ample time to shop every day and have a standing every Thursday at the beauty parlor. By living with Hoke and his daughters, instead of living under her father's tyrannical thumb, she had unlimited freedom and no longer had to hand over half her salary to her father. Her disability pension was more than adequate to pay her share of the expenses, and she intended to stay home with Pepe and keep house until he was old enough to go to school before she looked for a part-time job. The girls adored the baby and were always willing to babysit if Alita wanted to go out with one of her old girlfriends to lunch or dinner, or to attend Mass at St. Catherine's in Hialeah. After the baby was born, Alita's father had forgiven her and asked her to move home again, but she had refused. At 33, Alita had no intention of giving up her freedom again. Alita's mother, who sold Avon products in Little Havana, visited the house frequently, and Alita took Pepe home occasionally. Senor Sanchez, a security guard, would not set foot in Hoke's house to see his grandfather. Hoke did not even pretend to be the titular head of this household. He accepted his responsibility for the girls as their father, and he would feed and clothe them and give them a home until they reached maturity or got married. But they were allowed to do pretty much as they pleased, so long as no one else in the house was inconvenienced. Sue Ellen had dropped out of school to take a full-time job in the Green Lakes car wash and was allowed to keep all of her weekly paycheck and tips. She was also encouraged to buy her own clothes now that she had a steady income, and so long as she was paying for them, Hoke didn't feel that he could tell her what to wear. She had bought a motorcycle on time payments without his permission, and he wasn't happy about that, but he taught her how to ride it and insisted that she wear a helmet, leather pants, and jacket every time she mounted the vehicle. If she skidded across the asphalt, he explained, in an accident, and the chances were 60-40 that she would have an accident. The leather clothes would prevent the pavement from scraping her skin and flash right down to the bone.
Sue Ellen and Eileen were both sensible girls, so even when the heat and humidity reached the 90s in Miami, Sue Ellen wore her helmet and leathers when she rode her Yamaha. Hoke had ridden a motorcycle when he had been assigned to traffic, and he knew how dangerous it could be. He had explained the dangers, but that was as far as he went with it. He had had some narrow escapes as a motorcycle cop, and the fact that he would not ride Sue Ellen's bike under any circumstances had helped make her take his warning seriously, but not enough to give up the motorcycle. The bike, she insisted, gave her a certain status at the car wash, and she needed an edge.